Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. My name is Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, the 7th of June, 2020, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it's thundering and lightning and storming, and um, it's rainy season. So here we are a couple of days after the first eclipse, and if you have not seen my blog about the eclipse, I welcome you to my website to go look at that. And I also did an Instagram um, post about the eclipse. It was a video. So for more information about the eclipse that occurred on Friday afternoon, um, I certainly go to those places. And when we had this eclipse on Friday, um, well, it was afternoon here, and this was a full moon. It was, you know, the sun in Gemini, the moon in Sagittarius, and Venus was with Gemini, and it's in Gemini with the sun. And in the middle of all of this was Mars and Neptune, and they are in the transcendent sign of Pisces, and Mars was exactly challenging the eclipse, which is unusual. You know, usually eclipses don't involve three other planets, but this involved Venus and Mars and Neptune, which is, you know, a relationship-oriented thing. But because there was so much Pisces and there was so much Neptune, there was a lot of the experience of embracing the unknown, because Neptune... Neptune is indescribable. Neptune is imagery and vision and a, a certain level of ethereal beauty and consciousness. And what I wrote about on my blog in, in a little bit, and, you know, there's lots of information there, but one of the focus themes I focused on was that there is a quality to this eclipse and eclipses carry through several days later. So you're probably still feeling it. There's a quality of this eclipse that required us to just step into the unknown. And that's the Piscean realm. So with Mars there and Neptune and Mars is, you know, in Pisces, it's a little, uh, you know, sometimes tricky, but also it's this ethereal, unconscious house where we have you know the desire like Mars is always action we have the desire to take action but if we take action it sort of evaporates so we just sort of it's taking action in a non-action way <laughs> or it's a way of stepping forward but stepping forward into the unknown and embracing the unknown the thing about this is that one needed to in order to just sort of embrace this eclipse one needed to just be present and trust in sort of that unknown place and the void and for speaking solely for myself uh, i did a number of really powerful meditations in the days prior to the eclipse and on the eclipse and all and it it's powerful to go into the space of nothingness. And that I know is a very sort of Buddhist idea, like this, this idea of nothingness and, and becoming nothing. And, but ultimately this is where the energy was sending us. It was sending us, us into this place. So if, if you felt like you needed to assert or do something or go, 
it, it was hard to do that. It was hard to take action. It was hard to go, well, hey, you know, some eclipses are like, let's, let's take some action. And there's a lot of action in the streets right now. Um, but, you know, this, there's a part of this, the action that's being taken in the street is really a selfless action. For the most part, it is, you know, for rights and for um, a greater good and an, an altruistic end for, for a greater consciousness and expanding of consciousness. That's very Piscean. But if you were, you know, doing your own thing or if you were isolated and you were, you know, spending time um, where there are not protests, which is where I am, um, then you are probably, you know, you can easily tap into that place of nothing and that place of sort of dissolving into the void. And this was a very, very powerful thing to do during this eclipse. This was a very strong and uh, desirable place to be because it was not a place of like trying to make something happen. It's just putting yourself, putting your energy in just, into this place of just non-expectation, non uh non-attachment which is always very hard so that space was really full of life and energy and imagine imagine the unknown the infinite possibilities sort of teeming in that space and so that's what where the energy went i found in that eclipse and the more you embraced the unknown and you more you want to bring yourself into this space of just sort of awareness, um, the more satisfied you could feel in that eclipse. But, but there was a T-square. So a T-square is an opposition and then a square to the opposition. So the Mars was making the square to the opposition. The opposition was the full moon, including Venus, and Neptune is somewhat in that. And so when we have a T-square, there's always an empty space of the T-square, which was in Virgo. Now, Virgo is anything. Virgo is a very tactile sign that likes order and organization and details. And, you know, um, so there was this balance between what was really tactile. For some people, you know, it hit planets in Virgo. And that, for some of us, you know, had to be very tactile. And while Virgo isn't like the, it isn't Aries, you know, Mars rules Aries and it takes action when it's in Aries. And, and so what we do with Virgo is, is not like a big action taking sign. It's an organizing ordered sign. Um, so they're not fire, they're earth. So they're very, they're very grounded. And when we start to deal with that level of energy, um, you know, there, there has to be something probably, uh, you could get very lost in the nothingness of this eclipse. <laughs> and so, um, Virgo sort of brings you back to earth again. Um, so here we are a couple days later, the next eclipse is on the 21st. It is at the very zero degrees of cancer. It is at the solstice point. And so this is a very powerful, place for an eclipse to occur. And so we'll talk more about that in the coming days and weeks. Um, so 
what we are looking at right now is we're looking at um, the moon in practical Capricorn being void most a good portion of tomorrow. It will go void at 2 or 6 p.m. and then go out of void into Aquarius at 8.54 p.m. and then be in Aquarius for a couple days um, and Wednesday void again all day from 10.35 a.m. Now this is Eastern time and 10.35 a.m. all the way to Thursday at 5.30 in the morning when it goes to Pisces. Now this is important because on Thursday the sun is going to square Neptune. So Neptune's in Pisces, it rules Pisces, and the moon will be going into Pisces. So Thursday, again, the 11th, we're going to have another one of those experiences where, you know, there is a part of us that wants to assert a certain level of, you know, intellectual control because that's Gemini and that's where the sun is. But the but the fact that it's making this challenge to Neptune, now remember there was the opposition in the eclipse, but Neptune was further on than the degree of the eclipse. So all the planets that were involved in the eclipse um, have to connect with Neptune one by one. And and so the moon was obviously first and and Venus had done it before because she's retrograde. And then, but the first thing is that the sun, after all this eclipse, the sun is squaring Neptune. So that means, I think the reverberations of the eclipse are going to continue when we are experiencing our week. So now we have the sun in this position that it's in now, moving towards Neptune, and moving toward a square with Neptune, and this is you know, a challenge to where, you know, to the, what the eclipse information. And so you're going to probably still feel that eclipse hangover that I call it, that feeling of like, okay, (laughs) what was that? And, you know, let the dust settle and let's move this forward. So sun, Neptune, you know, the the thinking mind where the sun is in gemini is being is challenging the spirit the consciousness the awareness the non-thinking non-ego place of nothingness so this is this is a you know something to grasp we have to sit with that because and it's it's exactly what happens when you try to meditate you know your brain starts going off so the conscious mind and the 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 mind that wants to remain in conscious control is like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to send that email. I have to do this, but you're trying to get into the space of nothing. So it's, and this is where this interesting balance is coming from. Now the moon is going into Pisces that morning and it's going to join Neptune. Not that day. It'll join it on Friday because the moon will still be in Pisces and it'll join it late that night. But this is all a very watery, non-tangible feeling. And so your intellect is going to come crashing into this non-tangible thing. And for all of us, we have to sort of find, navigate and find that place where both of those things can exist side by side. This is a square. You know, the sun is squaring Neptune. This only happens, you know, it happens twice a year when on either side of Neptune. But so here we are with the sun in Gemini squaring Neptune in Pisces. And this is a very um, intellectually oriented sun versus a very spiritually oriented Neptune. And so here we are navigating all of this. 
And that is, that's, you know, things are going to come up. Questions are going to come up. The sun is also going to the place where Venus was as it was going retrograde. So whatever was going on for you when Venus went retrograde, because remember Venus squared Neptune and moved ahead a little bit and then like really stayed within the degrees of being able to square Neptune for a week. And so now the sun is going to that same place in Gemini that Venus was in when it was going retrograde. So these those next days, Thursday, Friday, you're going to feel some more of that Venus retrograde. So this is complicated. There's as echoes of the eclipse. There's echoes of Venus going retrograde. The sun, you know, the sun and Venus met last Wednesday in the that interior conjunction. But so when we went within and, and did our work and heal, did some homework and healing homework, you know, there's another layer to this that's surfacing this Thursday. So this is, we are in an interesting, interesting month. We've got a lot going on this month. So remember what you were doing back May 13th when Venus went retrograde and the days prior to that and the days following that, that whole week, like that 10-day period, where like maybe from the 10th to the 20th of May, there was this Venus retrograde squaring Neptune and then like sort of approaching Neptune, passing it, coming back and squaring it again. So there you, there you go. So there's something profound in that. And then there might be some more answers and layers to that this coming Thursday, the 11th. Venus will square Neptune again, but not until the end of July. So we'll get to that next month. But in the meantime, we've got a reminder of it coming this week. So think about it, sense it, feel it, see what messages are there for you because this is Gemini. There should be some information available to you for that. Then as we move into, okay, so then Friday, the moon is still in Pisces. And then as we move into Saturday, the 13th, Mars is going to conjunct Neptune. So remember that during the eclipse last week, Mars and Neptune were close and they were, they were five degrees away, but they were still, that's still close enough. And while Mars was challenging the eclipse, now it's going to come to Neptune. And so now it's going to sit on Neptune. And so now the this is a lot of non-tangible energy. Mars approaching, as the sun reaches that Venus point, Mars approaching Neptune and sitting on Neptune 10, 14 a.m. on Saturday, the 13th Eastern time. And then it's going to move past it, and but it's still going to be talking to Neptune quite a bit until it moves on in the days after. Now, this is really another layer of the eclipse <laughs> because now Mars is having a conversation with Neptune. Now, again, this is action-oriented Mars going ahead and connecting with Neptune, the intangible. And we are never clear a hundred percent about what Neptune's trying to tell us. So pay attention to dreams, pay attention to intuition, pay attention to everything that is possibly, you know, a message, a symbol, a detail, something that you might or might or might not be conscious of. So there's, we're reaching unconscious realms here. We're reaching realms that do not necessarily speak to us directly. So there's a lot of indirect communication. Yes, there's a lot of the intellectual stuff that 
um, Gemini represents. And we still have that until we go into the sign of Cancer. The sun enters the sign of Cancer, which is the 20th of June. Now, what's happening is, you know, Mars is going to come to Neptune. And this is, it can, the best use of this energy is to get really spiritual, get really creative, get real, get your imagination flowing, you know, do something that is from the nether regions, meditate, um, you know, there's lots of online meditations still going on and, you know, do something, you know, donate your time, donate your funds, to, you know, something very altruistic, spiritual, um, completely selfless. Now, Mars is usually about, you know, the, the self, the, you know, it's the rules, the first sign, the sign of the self, the, 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 you know, the I, the I am. And, this is where that kind of dissolves because the sun is squaring Neptune and then Mars is conjuncting Neptune. So this is, there's a lot of dissolving of the ego later this week. We need to pay attention. If you are trying to do something very ego oriented, you're going to probably get frustrated and have a hard time. Look for the higher level, the higher answer, the, the altruistic layer. Look for the spiritual significance or the message, the non-tangible message that is in, in your space. There's something, there's something else going on. Now, I believe that everything that we create in our environment, everything we're seeing in our environment is a creation of, uh, you know, we see what, who we are. We see what we are. Like everything that we're looking at in our world is a reflection of who we are. If you're not liking what you're seeing and things are reflecting stuff back to you and you can't wrap your head around it, well, then perhaps you need to look at this, this non-ego place in yourself. We can all do it. And so that's a place that you really need to be aware of. So that's part of it. The other thing is, um, so Mercury is slowing down. Mercury is slowing, slowing, slowing down. And, you know, it's in the sign of Cancer. It's not moving very far in the sign of Cancer. Um, right now, as we speak, Mercury is at 10 degrees of Cancer. And it's, you know, the moon opposed it, you know, today, earlier today. And there was, you know, a lot of, like, you know, communication of emotions and things. But what's happening is Mercury's getting ready to go retrograde again. So it feels like Mercury was just retrograde. But, you know, it was retrograde in Pisces. Now it's going, it's going to be retrograde in Cancer. So what's happening is Mercury is going to retrograde at 14 degrees of Cancer, but it's going to start really getting close to that. So, you know, it's, you know, by the end of the week, you know, once we get to Saturday, 13th it's going to be at that 14 degrees and it's going to sit there at 14 degrees and not move really from 14 degrees because it's going to station retrograde so we're looking at a week from now the 13th you know saturday sunday and mercury will be at 14 cancer and then it's just going to really hang out there and turn retrograde on the 18th of june now, this is important because it's Mercury turning retrograde the 18th. There's another eclipse on the 20th. On the 23rd, Neptune turns retrograde. And on the 25th, 
Venus turns direct. So within one week, we have three planets changing direction and a solar eclipse on the solstice point, which is also known as the cardinal axis, which is a big point in the zodiac. Now, we're not there yet. We still have a week and a half before all of this happens, but this is something to be aware of because this is a very powerful time we have coming up. There's lots of shifts and changes, and here we are again in the unknown. When we start looking at this week and we start to get the flavor of Neptune again and the end of the week and there's a, you got to you got to put your trust and your faith in what you believe in and what your heart tells you your heart see this is again Neptune is where the heart is the sun is where the brain is so it's your brain trying to like <laughs> get its get wrap its head around something and Neptune saying go with your heart and that's what we have to listen to. Because right now, when I look at this calendar and I see how many days, there I mean, it's, it's not that far away, how many days there's going to be full of aspects and sh things shifting and changing, I have to say that we really do need to be aware of what our heart is telling us because our brain is gonna, could get very confused in these next days, in these next weeks. And so you want to be well aware of how you are feeling what your heart is telling you what how to navigate through this and you know you've got to base some of this in the navigation of between brain and heart and as i've spoken of before brain and heart coherence so you know you want to tune in to your heart and be in that place of your heart and the center of your being in the center of of feeling center of feeling so there's no room for judgment there's no room for anger there's no room for um, you know the the criticisms and what you need to do is pay attention to what's happening in your heart and when you pay attention to that then your your brain can sort of calm down. So we're looking at like calming the system, <laughs> not get just trying not to watch the news, paying attention to what your heart's telling you, and doing the right thing based on what your heart is and what's the greatest ideal of yourself you can be in that moment. So, you know, Neptune is in an idealistic place. It's in Pisces. That is an idealistic place. When Mars comes to Neptune, we have to, we have to open up to that ideal of, of who we can be, the greatest expression of self we can be. And glide through this because, you know, the nice thing is that Mercury is going to stop and it's going to be making... Uh, a nice relationship, you know, to Mars and Neptune. It's a little wide, but there, it's it's really in a place where it's having a nice conversation um, with Mars and Neptune because Mercury is really, um, you know, it's going to stop at that uh, 14 degree point 
and Mars these last day well Mars was at 15 and and Neptune is has been at 20 so they'll be at 20 and, and that's still a nice enough conversation that Mercury is having even though it's not quite there so what we want to see um, in our world if you want to see love reflected back to you in your world then that's what you have to that's where you need to place your energy and that could be the greatest ideal of yourself that you can be in those moments once we get into, you know, like next week when we're talking here on the Golden Astrologer podcast, we're going to be able to start talking about, you know, what's happening in that, in that Mercury retrograde, which is going to go to 14 and, um, and stay at 14 for a little bit. So if you have something at 14 in the cardinal signs, which would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn then you need to pay attention to this because Mercury is going to be stopping there and giving you some information. And then as we move forward to the eclipse at zero degrees, uh, Cancer. So again, cardinal signs. And it's a new moon, so it's a new thing, new news, new big news, because it's on the world axis, the cardinal axis. So this is a global thing that we're going to hear about. And then we move into, you know, Neptune is stationed. So Neptune, you know, Neptune's a slow-moving planet. It's stopping where it is right now. It's just stopping. And it's going to turn retrograde on the 23rd, and then Venus will finally turn direct on the 25th. Now, one of the things we need to pay attention to with Venus going, being in this retrograde state, and, you know, the 25th is still a ways away. Today's only the 7th. But in these next days and weeks, as Venus is still retrograde, the female, the feminine, is a little unavailable. The female, the woman, the goddess, you know, I always say the goddess is out till lunch. She's taking a break. She's on vacation. She's got the, you know, be back soon sign on the door. And what happens is sometimes we feel separated from what we love. Sometimes we feel separated from love. Sometimes we feel unloved. Sometimes the, you know, your female friends may not be available for you or your friends generally might not be available because this is a social planet and, you know, there was a lot of socializing and then there wasn't. So here we are, you know, hopefully trying to get all of that back. And, you know, if you're a woman and you just aren't feeling like yourself, that's normal right now. If you don't feel like being affectionate, if you don't feel like, you know, you are yourself that's okay you know and it especially affects women later this year we're going to have mars go retrograde and mars is going to retrograde in its own sign of aries so once it does that it's it's you know that's when the the divine masculine gets to be out to lunch it's when the men are out to lunch um but in the meantime honor the desire to stay within and stay focused within and be so connected to what's going on within because that's what you know each of us has a has a venus in our chart we all possess the energies of male and female and so when you want to you know this part of us that's um connected to the feminine then you feel like you might not be yourself right now and so that's okay 
You just have to embrace it and say, okay, why don't I feel like myself? What's the message behind this? And, you know, allow it to bubble to the surface and allow yourself to feel that you are, you know, connecting with a part of yourself. You might not be in a loving mood. You may feel like your heart just doesn't have the energy right now um, to pursue a relationship. That's fine. Because right now isn't a good time to pursue a relationship, um, unless it's one you already have and you're friends or you're in something already. But it's just, you know, this is a time to sort of take a step back. And so honor that. Honor that if you're feeling that. And if someone says, hey, you haven't been around much, that's okay. Just know that, you know, you're, you're connecting with that archetypal energy that's you know, not socially present right now. And so just be aware of that as we, as we move through the rest of Venus retrograde, Mars is going to go into Aries at the end of the month. And that's another whole conversation because Mars, as I mentioned, will go into Aries and stay there and retrograde there and then go direct there, but it's going to be there for the rest of the year. So right now in this gracious place of Mars and Pisces, that's going to greet Neptune at the end of the week. Just appreciate that. And, um, be present with it and understand, um, you know, the feeling of, you know, compassion and empathy. And that's where your energy should sort of be directed right now. And a lot of people's energy is in that altruistic place right now. So that's a good thing. And that's it. Um, I am going to be on a podcast as a guest this week. It's going to be Wednesday that I will be the guest. And the podcast is called Pass the Lotion. And I invite you to listen to it. It's going to be an interview with me and all about astrology. And my friend Whitney Howard and Drew Repen are the hosts of this podcast. And it's a really kind of hip and with it podcast. And so you can find it on the places where podcasts exist, like uh, Apple Music and my tunes and all. And uh, I think that, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do the interview in the next couple days. And I invite you to listen. I think it's an hour long. And so uh, it should be a lot of fun. And I thank you for listening to The Golden Astrologer. And please visit my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Have a look at my blog, Astrologer's Thoughts. My Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, where I place videos, you know, mostly daily, but sometimes, you know, the theme carries over to the next day. And right here on the podcast. So have a beautiful week. Enjoy that Mars Neptune. Enjoy the Sun Neptune. And... Be blessed, be happy, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.